This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Very significant Wednesday for us here in BC as we find out more about what the province has in store in order to get things opened up again. For more on that, we're joined now by the Vancouver Sun's Vaughn Palmer. Good morning, Vaughn. Good morning, Simi. Are you ready for a pivot? That's what we're calling it, pivot day? Yeah, I think it's going to be a pivot. So we've spent a lot of days uh, bringing in restrictions, defending restrictions, explaining them, and talking about whether or not we're flattening the curve. And I think today you're going to see the Premier take the lead, and we're going to talk about a phased strategy for lifting some of those restrictions and uh, reopening the economy. Uh, BC, one of the last provinces to do this, but I don't think Premier John Horgan was too impatient about it. I think, you know, there's a recognition that a lot of what happened here worked pretty well, so we're going to get a, a cautious strategy for moving forward. Interesting. It sounds like it's going to be pretty comprehensive, right? Because you have to go into a technical briefing. Yeah, there's going to be a technical briefing. And, and what they've, Dr. Henry has told us this, Adrian Dix and the Premier himself have told us, is work, they've worked on a really a sector-by-sector sector and area-by-area area series of um, guidelines, plans for reopening. Uh, we've got, you know, obviously... We've already been told, you know, uh, what they're doing in grocery stores, that'll be for retail, uh, what they're doing in construction already, that will be for other businesses. And some places uh, we're not going to go to as quickly, you know, <laughs> Dr. Henry said the other day, clearly not a fan of casinos, she said the other day, that's sort of right near the bottom of her list <laughs> of places to reopen, but uh, Little League... Uh, she and Adrian Dix are both big sports fans. Uh, Dr. Henry loves hockey, and uh, so we may actually get some clues on sports. Interesting. Okay, so uh, I guess I take it we'll get all the guidelines and things on distancing and all of that? Yeah, and again, you know, she said she said the other day, she said, you know, the examples are out there already, so she's urged different sectors of the economy to prepare their own plans uh, you know, restaurants, well, you know, as you know, some restaurants are already open, right? They're, they're doing takeout. Uh, some of them are trying to figure out how to organize their internal space. Some of them are lucky enough to have patios. But, uh, you know, some, as I say, some restaurants are, are operating and apparently doing not too badly on the takeout on people just ordering, uh, paying online and either picking it up or having it delivered. I think, yeah, people are getting used to that, right? At first it was the delivery apps, and then we heard about, well, the restaurants don't benefit as much from the delivery apps. I think restaurants have really done a great job, many of them, of adapting and now offering kind of their own delivery or pickup, and people are doing that. Yeah, you know, I think in general, there's a lot of patting ourselves on the back going on in British Columbia, but I, I do think some of that's warranted, you know, and I, there's, a, there's a German virologist who was interviewed last week by uh, one of the British newspapers, and he said, you know, the, the prevention paradox, if what you do to flatten the curve actually flattens the curve, some people will say you overreacted and it wasn't really all that necessary. And, you know, we do get it. True. I get it. I'm sure you do. People who say, well, you know, they overreacted here. Oh, this wasn't necessary. Come on, there aren't that many people dead and there aren't that many people going into hospital and, you know, look at Sweden and stuff like that. And, I, and we do hear that. I mean, there is dissent out there. It's, it's still British Columbia. Yes. It's not like we're ever all going to agree on anything. But my sense is... Um, 
they got more things right than they got wrong. And I think that entitles them to, going forward, a bit of trust that they can manage the next phase. It's not inconsequential. Dr. Henry again said it the other day. Her operation, her team, is going to be busy because the evidence from every other place suggests there will be new cases, there will be outbreaks, there will be a risk of new clusters, and they have to be ready to react very quickly to clamp down on that to deal with it Mm -hmm. so that we don't end up in a situation where they have to pull back on some of the restrictions because that would, or sorry, reinstall some of the restrictions because that would really undermine confidence both for consumers and a lot of businesses. So that would mean that we, you know, might be going down the road of those contract or contact tracing apps, but it sounds like yeah. we haven't found one we like yet. Yeah, so uh, this all actually started in, I think, uh, some of the Asian countries, Singapore, um, South Korea, and essentially what you do is you have some kind of an app on your phone that allows the authorities to trace you, and obviously there's a civil liberties issue with that. Um, the Australians have got one. Alberta, I think, went and... Uh, adapted the one they're using in Singapore. Dr. Henry was asked if we're going to get that here in BC, and she said that they've looked at some of these. They don't think they really address what we need here in British Columbia, so they're still studying the app. Um, They're not sure it really is the answer to our problems. There is really no substitute for healthcare workers uh, phoning around calling around to all the contacts of a person with the with COVID-19 and saying, you know, could you come in and get tested? How are you feeling? All that. There's an awful lot of follow-up being done here in BC already. And I got the feeling from what she said yesterday that while they're looking at the, uh, the phone app, uh, they don't have a lot of confidence that that's going to be the solution to the problem. All right. One of the things I have gotten quite a few emails about, though, Vaughn, is people pointing out that, uh, you know, tests per capita in terms of that, BC hasn't done as many tests, say, as next door in Alberta. Uh, That's true. And you know, uh, because you've been listening every day, that Dr. Henry has probably been asked that question more than Mm -hmm. almost anything except masks. And her answer is, we are testing people now, even with mild symptoms. For a while, we were concentrating on testing healthcare workers and people um, who had been ordered to isolate. But now we're testing anybody with mild symptoms. But she said this a bunch of times. The test is useless if you don't have symptoms. The error rate is 30% negative findings that you don't have the virus, and it's wrong 30% of the time. And a person can test um, negative in one hour and positive in the next. So that level of testing doesn't actually give her a lot of confidence. We are doing more of it, but um, it's not something that engenders a lot of confidence. The other kind of testing with this thing called serology testing is basically a testing for antibodies. Mm -hmm. It tells whether you were infected in the past and developed the antibodies. BC is vetting uh, 17 of those. There are an awful lot of them out there. And uh, one of, two or three of them are thought to be pretty good, and they will probably settle on one, she says, in the next week or two. Okay, so that's still coming. And sounds like we're also getting a bit of a return to perhaps some normal politics as well. 
Yeah, uh, the opposition liberals have, um, I think, gauged the situation right in BC, that there was a lot of support for the way the government was doing it, and they've not really been critical, and they've been very supportive at times, have praised Adrian Dix, praised Dr. Henry, but now that we're going to be reopening the economy, uh, opposition leader Andrew Wilkinson's out yesterday uh, with his ideas for reopening the economy. He wants to see a big jolt, a new jolt of stimulus. He proposes a three-month tax holiday hmm. uh, for the on the provincial sales tax and on um, the employer health tax. So that'd be very expensive. Uh, those taxes raise a lot of money, but he says that's the way we should be going to reopen the economy.